This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. You noticed that Alex Smythe is joining me in Studio 5 today because Alex Smythe was on the ground yesterday at the Ontario Disability Employment Network Rethinking Disability Conference and conducted a whole bunch of interviews while he was down there. Alex, we've got a whole mess of interviews to share over the course of the next couple of shows that you conducted yesterday. Who is the first person that you want to feature? Yeah, so I had a chance to speak with Jillian Johnson, the director of the uh, Career Development Practitioners Certification Board of Ontario. It's, it's a mouthful, um, but uh, a very important organization that really is pushing to make sure there's some standardization and some structure when it comes to offering out career uh, development advice for job seekers and employers. So uh, she was the first person that we were able to speak with, and uh, she, she had a lot to say on the subject. Jillian, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you very much for having me. So first off, what is the CDPCBO? <laughs> well, if you can just get that out of your mouth, it's yep. a good thing. It's the Career Development Practitioners Certification Board of Ontario. So in other words, we certify career development practitioners in, in many different venues. Uh, we certify their competency. And so what role do they play in terms of uh, for uh, career development practitioners when it comes to job seekers? Like, what's that relationship like? Well, we're not a, a service. We're a professional body. Uh, but the point is that um, in our field, there is no real preparation. So there are a few community college programs that, uh, that train people to be career, career development practitioners. But many people, including myself of 45 years in the field, uh, just fell into it. And so, but the work that is being done by people across the province, across the country, is so important for all of their clients, both worker clients and, and employer clients, that we're trying to raise the bar of what CDPs need to be able to do in order to truly serve their, their communities. And so what is the session that you're going to be in, involved with today? Basically, it's talking about the future of our profession and the competencies needed by CDPs moving forward. So uh, over the last three years, a lot has been done. We received very big funding from ESDC, and that was in 2018. And for three years, work was done across the country to develop a new competency framework for all CDPs in this country and a new code of ethics, which is, I was on that committee and it's highly robust. So we're now moving towards national certification. And so right now there are five provinces who certify, uh, Ontario being one, Alberta, British Columbia, New Brunswick and Nova Scotia. And what will happen within probably the next year and a half is that national certification will become available for all practitioners across the country an opportunity to be part of a profession, a distinct profession, sort of like rehab is a distinct profession, uh, with the focus being on assisting Canadians to navigate 
their journeys through their lifespan around career and employment choices. When that's such a, a important topic, especially given the conference that we're at, the Odin Conference, exactly. you know, uh, people from the disability community are wildly underemployed or unemployed. So, you know, how can you work within uh, this community and, and with this uh, focus to ensure that the uh, CDPs can help improve opportunities for people with disabilities? Yeah. Well, I think that's where competency preparation comes. So that helping people to acquire the skills and knowledge they need to work with their, their clientele, whoever that clientele is. And in this case, ensuring that people who serve the, the public who perhaps live with disability, in terms of what, how can they, if you think about the speaker this morning, how can they instill possibility when so much of our services and our funders, in fact, look more to what are your outcomes as opposed to what are the possibilities for people. And for many clients, including those living with disability, the message that they may have received most of their life is that you can't. And a CDP's job is to help people say, you can. And our job is to ensure that CDPs have training, have knowledge, have theory behind them, but also that basic, the most basic of, of qualities of any good CDP is empathy. The ability to put yourself in the other person's shoes, even if you've never lived that life. For sure, and you've talked about how there's the development of a framework, the, the policies and code of ethics does also attending events and, and participating in events like this help build a network for when you are dealing with uh, members of the disability community that you have a greater understanding of other opportunities, organizations that maybe CDPs can go to and be like, hey, look, you know, th there may be an opportunity here for you. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing is that we, we are a massive community of people, but little known. And so any given Canadian who needs extra help may not even know that services of CDPs are available to them and by and large are free. And so part of the whole push towards national certification and uh, other things that are happening nationally is to advocate, advocate for the service, advocate for the profession, advocate for the people that we serve, and advocate to funders around what is needed to be able to ensure that Canadians can navigate their futures, because that's what it's about. It's about the future. And speaking of the future, do you see that the future is bright, given you know the work that's being done uh, uh, by you and, and the CDP uh, Board of Ontario to create more of a, a, a standardization, a, a, a certain level uh, of um, work and, and support that you know, for people with disabilities getting into the workforce, that it's going to be a brighter future ahead. Absolutely. I mean, that's what it's all about. You know, if you look back 50 years, the workplace was a very different thing. And the contract between employer and employee is completely different. Nobody teaches you that. And then if you add on any form of barrier, any form of obstacle, perceived or otherwise, reality or otherwise, it it makes life so much more difficult. So who is going to teach people what they need to do to be able to get to where they want to go? But even before that, who helps people to have the dream? If the dream has been beaten out of them, so to speak, and everything around you says, well, why bother? Well, our job as CDPs is to ensure that 
people have the possibility, the sense of uh, it's all right to expect a, a sense of purpose in one's life, a sense of meaning. And so that's our job, really, is to connect people in that way. And as you come to an event like this, and you're surrounded by people who are passionate about what they do, you can feel the energy. And so for all CDPs, it's really important that we connect with each other. I might not know things that you might know. You might not know things that the next person might know. And it's in building our networks and seeing ourselves as part of a network, a giant network of, of helpers in this particular area that I think makes all the difference for the clients that we serve. And, and, and not just the, the work-seeking work client, but also the employer client. Because help employers to understand they're not doing somebody a favor by hiring somebody with a disability. They are hiring somebody to do the job. And so all the CDPs who do all that outreach to an employer as well, I mean, it's crucial that they have the competency to work with employer communities, with chambers of commerce, all the things that make a difference. You know, work funds this country. Our taxes fund this country. And so we need to make sure, like just as one Canadian to another, we need to be sure that people work and hopefully work for decent wages and decent jobs with decent conditions. And that's where we come in. We're sort of that catalyst to help people make that jump over. That's such a key point that you made there. So where can folks at home go to find out more information and, and see if there's maybe some services that could be available? Well, in any community, there will be some form of equivalent to a 211, which is a, many years ago, I worked at, for the Community Information Session of, Center of Toronto, but almost every community has one. And if they look up employment services or they look up career services, and then it's a matter of figuring out who does what because of the field is broad. And so there are private practitioners, there are community-based who are funded by different kinds of organizations, including government. Um, of course, there's the post-secondary system. There's so many different things. So then it's about what's there. And if people are fortunate to live in a very large urban community, there's a lot of resources. But you move outside of the big urban centers, and it's much more difficult. And then to find people who have specializations in working with people who have different kinds of, of barriers or or have different need for different kinds of accessibility. Finding people who have that knowledge, that's that's harder. But they're there. They are there. That's that's great. Uh, Jillian, thank you so much for taking the time chatting with me and uh, letting us know a bit more about CDPs. It's something I really didn't think uh, that much about until Nobody having this conversation does. and realized just <laughs> how important they can be. You know, um, for every person we help, we help their family, their community, we help the economy of this country, and we help the well-being of all of those. And so it is really important. And that's part of the reason we are trying to move professionalism forward so that the general public understands what we do and how we can work with them alongside them as their ally to help them move forward in their lives. Perfect. Thank you. You're very welcome. That's Jillian Johnston, director of the CDB, CDPCBO. Alex Smythe did that interview from the Odin Rethinking Disability Conference. Alex, where should people go to learn more about the organization? Yeah, Dave, they can head to CBD... Uh, 
See, I'm, I'm screwing up. On I'm the messing up with the acronym <laughs> too, man. There's a lot of letters there. I, I know. CDPCBO.org. Thank you, Alex. That's Alex Smythe with one of his featured interviews from Odin's Rethinking Disability Conference. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.